The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. In the state of the world today, the cry of many hearts is, Where is the God of the prophets? Where is he? There's so much going on around us. Economic crisis, pandemic, so much death, concerns for job and loss of jobs and concerns on every hand. So many are dealing with so many different circumstances and the cry of God's people over and over must be, where is the God of the prophets? Where is the God of the prophets who sent rain down from heaven when Elijah prayed? And when he prayed once more, shut up the heavens. Where is that God? Where is the God that parted the Red Sea for the Israelites to cross in the midst of Pharaoh chasing them down? Where is the God of Joshua who calls the sun and the moon to stand still for Israel to fight and win its battle? Where is the God of Daniel who saved him from the lion's den? Where is that God that did many great events in the Old Testament? Surely that God is still alive today. Well, he is. God is alive and well. And that same God that did mighty acts for the prophets in the Bible, that same God wants to do miracles and show signs and wonders in your life today. Let's take a moment and pray. Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, in the hour that we live, the church needs revelation power. Oh, Father, today, open the eyes of our understanding, Lord, and reveal to us what the Spirit of the Lord has to say, Father. Today, encourage your people, oh, Father, to the voice of the prophetic, Father. Show the light of what you are doing and why it is happening right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Answer questions that have plagued many for days and weeks and months now. Oh, Father, today, do what you do best, Lord. Use your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God is doing a mighty thing in the midst of the pandemic and economic crisis and social and political unrest. There's a lot going on around us, but God has not changed. He is the same God of the prophets in the Old Testament. He is the same God of the mighty events that Christ himself did in the New Testament. He is the same God of the Old and the New Covenant. He is that same God. But right now, the church wants to see his magnificent power. But God is calling forth his remnant. So what is the shaking all about as the world is being shaken? God is bringing forth the remnant. He is bringing forth from the unseen what will manifest from the shaking. God is calling forth his invincible soldiers. God is preparing you for this day. God has a remnant. The church is coming forth out of the ashes of the shaking. And you are the army 
of the Lord. You're part of that army, that due season and the days that we live. This is the due season that the Bible has been talking about. The shaking continues and there's a remnant that will emerge and come forth with great power, power as the world has never seen before. God has an unshakable kingdom and he's speaking to you today through this message. Why is Jesus returning? That remnant. Jesus has not received his full reward. He cried out to God in the garden of Gethsemane. He was tormented on the cross, beaten, spit upon and hung in open as a mere criminal. He's at the right hand of the father. But being at the right hand of the father is not the fulfillment of Christ's reward. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back for the church. He's coming back to receive his bride. That is the fulfillment of Christ's reward for what he did on Calvary. Hebrews 12 and 25. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if the people do not escape when they refuse him who warned them on earth, how much less will we escape if we reject him who warned us from heaven? He gives power to those who are weak. At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens will be shaken as well. As God shakes the earth, the heavens and the earth, the ashes from the shaking will bring forth what cannot be seen. It will manifest and testify to the whole world, the one true and a living God. We cannot see from the shaking what will manifest until it manifests itself. From the shaking will arise the church filled with gratitude, worship, devotion. It's a church of people that will obey the voice of the Lord, that will give him reverence and obey him and worship in awe of him. You know, a few weeks ago, I saw a vision and it was a gold building. It was the whole structure was gold. It was of pure gold and ornaments. Places were carved out in the stone. Ornaments were placed in the gold. And some of the stones that were placed in this gold structure, the ornaments, some of them were sapphire, some were rubies, and they were just precious stones that were set into the gold. And it was so beautiful. I have never seen a building structured as this one it had a dome shape kind of at the top. And then I saw a large hand with a polishing cloth in it. And the hand began to wipe off the building. The Holy Spirit said, this is a church that is coming forth. It was a breathtaking sight. I have never seen anything so beautiful. There is not a structure in this world at this time that exists. There is a church that's coming forth that will move in magnificent power, deliverance, healing, Prophecy will flow freely. Prophetic words, chains of bondage will be broken. The captives will be set free. The music will be so amazing. It's a sound that we have never heard before. Prayer meetings will go on all night long. Souls will be coming to Christ and revival will sweep this nation. Those who the world have disregarded in the past will be who Christ uses as new superstars. They will wage war for him and fight battles in the spirit realm and demons will retreat at the sound of their voice and their laying on of hands. There will be unity in the body of Christ. We will be one. God is preparing the church right now as he is saying, focus on being holy as I am holy. 
everything that can be shaken will be shaken. The revelation and this due season is power. The eyes of many will be full of understanding and enlightened. And I know that God has chosen you. God knows that if we don't have revelation power, we will not be able to endure the shaking. With revelation power, you can discern the season and the time, and then you understand what God is doing. You will not view things from the outer circumstance, but you will view things from the spiritual eyes that God has opened from within when the eyes of your understanding are enlightened. And in just a little bit, I'm going to tell you how to pray, how to pray to have revelation power take place in your life. The shaking is coming forth and it's coming from God Almighty. Therefore, we cannot pray and stop the shaking. He said he will shake the heavens and the earth. And so it is going to shake. Now we can pray and we can pray and slow things down, but there are some things that are going to happen. We can pray and pray will mitigate anything because God listens to his children. It can soften the blow and slow some things down, but there are things that are going to happen in this world, Hebrews 12 and 27, the words once more signify the removal of what can be shaken. That is created things so that the unshakable may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving an unshakable kingdom, let us be filled with gratitude and so worship God acceptable with reverence and awe. He is telling us right there in Hebrews 12, 27 to 28, what we should be doing right now in the midst of everything that is going on. He is saying, worship me, be in all of me. Keep your attention and your mind on me. What did he say to Joshua? He said, Joshua, meditate on the word day and night, for if you do, you will succeed And all that you do, he was telling Joshua, keep your eye on me, Joshua. Don't keep your eye on the circumstance. Keep your eye on me because I will give you instructions. I will guide you with my eye. I will tell you which way to go and what to do. What is God doing? Well, we come to a place. We trust him in everything. We must trust his decisions. The world has placed his trust in the monetary system. The world has placed its trust in political representatives. The world has placed its trust even in its financial inheritance from its family. And some have placed their trust in their job. And the world has placed their trust in so many places, but not completely in God. The remnant will pray prayers that go deep, penetrating the spirit realm, assaulting the kingdom of darkness, bringing souls out of bondage. And great deliverance will take place. Healing, miracles, signs, and wonders will follow the remnant church. The remnant that is coming forth from the shaking is a powerful church. This is the soldiers of God's army. They cannot be assaulted. Their prayers will be mighty. Their prayers will shake the nation. These people will be used mightily of God. God is calling the church. He's calling the remnant to come forth. Those that are obedient to his voice. The church will arise from the shaking. This church, the remnant, will be the spearhead to the coming of Christ. Because the Lord is saying, prepare ye the way for the coming of the Lord. The church that will arise will obey the Father's voice. This church will not operate from the flesh. It will seek God and follow his ways and follow his example. 
John, the fifth chapter, the 19th verse. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doth the son likewise. Jesus is telling us that he only did what he saw the father doing. That's what the remnant church is going to do. Their understanding of God is going to be phenomenal from staying in his presence. He is going to give direction, discernment, insight. The remnant church will do what they see the father doing. Jesus also said this in John fourteen ten. Jesus said, Philip, I have been with you all this time. And do you still not know me? Anyone who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, show us the father? Do you not believe that I am the father and the father's in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own. Instead, it is the father dwelling in me, performing his works. Believe me that I am in the father and the father is in me. Or at least believe on account of the works themselves that you see. Jesus in this passage is pleading with them to believe. Jesus will not be pleading with the remnant church that is arising because they will believe strongly in their hearts. They understand the ways of God. And in just a moment, we're going to talk about how to begin those prayers as the remnant church. John 6 and 28. Then they ask him, what must we do to do the works that God requires? What were they saying to him? How do we do the work that we see you doing, Jesus? Jesus' answer was yet simple and so profound. This is the work of God that you believe on him who he has sent. John the 28 and 29. Jesus is clearly telling them this is the requirement to believe. Believe in him and you will be mightily used of God. That's what he's telling them. Believe in the one that he sent. When you believe in Christ and you believe in the one that God sent, you don't have to worry about faith because you already have it. When you gave your life to Christ, God gave you God-sized faith. It's already in you. You don't have to get someone to try to give it to you, to pray over you so that you'll receive it. You received it. When you gave your life to Christ, he gave you the gift of faith. He Live gave you call. his Holy Spirit at when you were prayed for time and prayed with and received the Holy Spirit of the Lord. But the church has forgotten obedience and holiness. That's where the power and the relationship lies. God doesn't move through any words that we're praying. God moves through relationship. God is a good God. He's kind and he's loving. But he is a man of war. Exodus fifteen three. The Lord is a warrior and the Lord is his name. The Bible tells us that he laughs at his enemies in Psalms 37 and 13. Do not envy those who do wrong. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. The wicked scheme against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. 
But the Lord laughs, seeing that their day is coming. The wicked have drawn their sword and bent their bow to bring down the poor and the needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. God laughs at his enemies, at the foolishness, the things that they do. When people think they're getting away with something, but God sees and knows all. And he is going to rise with great power. The remnant church is coming forth because God is a man of war. He said, now will I arise for the oppression of the poor and the sign of the needy. Now will I arise, saith the Lord, and put him in safety from him that puffeth at him. I hear the Lord saying, prepare you the way for the coming of the Lord. Prayers are going up right now to the Father. Prayers that are beginning to shake the nation. New prophetic voices will be heard. Voices that are unknown. They will be loud and clear and they will bring prophetic promises of the Lord before the coming of Christ. Jesus has not yet received the fulfillment of his sacrifice on earth for the body of Christ. Philippians 26, 8, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Now there is a reward for his great sacrifice. And this is the church. God is coming for his remnant, he sends forth Christ from the shaking out of the ashes. The unshaken remnant will arise, coming forth in power, the majesty, the brilliance of Almighty God. The shaking creates the tearing down, uprooting, and the establishing. The shaking tears down, but God builds up as he shakes. Have you wondered, where is the God of the prophets? But the presence of the Lord would rest upon the prophets. It would rest upon them and they would do mighty acts and have marvelous revelations. But then the presence would leave them. But what you have is even greater than what the prophets have. For you have the Holy Spirit, the power of God that lives in you. God is calling the church to walk in the holiness and in the power that he has placed within us. We are in a position of power. True manifestation of the glory and the power of God will be revealed and it will be manifested in souls as they come into the kingdom and the remnant is going to lead the way. The church will no longer be in disobedience to the word of God. This remnant will walk in obedience to the very voice of God. For the remnant, he will provide power. He will provide and console and protect and uplift. And they will not be assaulted by the enemy. They will tear down strongholds and deliver those out of darkness. And to salvation will be the cry of their voices. Prepare ye the way for the coming of the Lord. God is calling the church to take its place of authority in this due season. But in order to be prepared, as he says, prepare ye the way, he's saying, prepare your heart. Prepare your heart to receive what God has for you. Prepare your heart to live out the days of the purpose of your life. Prepare your heart to do his divine will. Prepare ye the way for the coming of the Lord. And there are four foundational principles that the remnant must pray to do the mighty work of God. Lord, give me your presence that when I pray for anyone, they're engulfed in your presence. 
Secondly, Lord, give me the spirit of righteousness that the decisions that I make are pleasing in your sight. And third, Lord, give me the peace that passes all understanding through Christ Jesus. And fourth, Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. We're in the due season. 2020 is a year of Passover. And this Passover season will last longer than any other season that we have ever seen. This is a 10-year Passover season. It will expand over the next 10 years. It will no longer be limited to one time of year. It is the blood of Jesus, the Passover church. We will remain and we'll walk in abundance and peace and revelation power by walking under the agreement of the Passover. As we go forward, we'll talk more about the Passover season in the weeks to come. But as you pray this way, God is going to bless you. He wants to empower you. We must prepare the way by preparing our hearts, preparing our temple, the temple of the living God. You are that temple. God wants you to set up a prayer place in your home. He's calling the church to have a serious time. No longer just going to church to clap our hands and say that was a good message, Father. Doesn't the choir look nice in their robes? I'm glad we spent the money on those new robes. No, it's a new day. The remnant is coming forth from the shaking. What is unmanifest will manifest. The remnant will come forth in great power. That's the message of today. God is doing a new thing. The remnant church believes in God. The remnant church is unshakable unmovable because it is anchored to almighty God who is unshakable, unmovable, infallible, and without error. God is calling forth the remnant saying, prepare ye the way for the coming of the Lord. I know today that he's calling you forth through this message that you will pray powerful prayers that bring mighty results, miracles, signs, and wonders that were following you. They will no longer follow you in the days to come. They're going to be out front of you doing mighty works and acts of the Lord. God is calling the church to rise up and take its seat of authority during this Passover. It is vitally important that you have that time of prayer in your home at night. You know, at one time I recommend for everyone, it's important to have a prayer place as in the Bible. When God said in the place where they prayed, he said, my eyes will be continually upon this place and I will hear the prayers that are prayed in this place. But now God is calling you not only to have a prayer place, but for your home to be the altar of God, your entire home, to walk through your home at night and pray, to invite in the Holy Spirit, to summon the angels, to come in, to take up residence for the Holy Spirit to dwell in that place. Instead of just having a prayer place, God is calling the church to go to another level. He's asking you to set your house on Holy Ghost fire, to have an altar for God, that your entire home would be the altar and in that place if we would be obedient to the spirit of the Lord his eyes will be continually upon that place and he will hear the prayers that are prayed in that place and he will answer those prayers God is the same yesterday today and forever 
the same God that sent fire down from heaven for Elijah wants to send fire down from heaven on your altar, on your temple, Holy Ghost fire to do the mighty works of God. He wants to answer your prayer. Cry out to him, Lord, give me the spirit of prayer. I'm Valerie Sneed. Prayers heard in heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.